Let me pray, and then uh, then we're we're gonna start a new series, different in a in a God way. We could say weird in a God way, but let's use the word different in a God way. Okay, so let's pray. God, thanks that you are a God who delights Himself in us. Thank you that you're a God who works and and moves and is in control, even with the the smoke that we are struggling with. God, we pray that you would be Jehovah Jireh to those people that are displaced, those people that have lost homes, forest fighters, and uh, leaders who just have to make hard decisions. May you supersede our human struggles and truly provide God answers. And you know, my prayer in times like this is God restore our land. Uh, we love you. We ask all this in your name. Amen. All right, so we're going to have this series that goes for about five weeks. Uh, we're going to take a break during Father's Day. I'll talk about some Father's Day stuff, and then we'll end it at the last weekend of, of June. If I was to look back at a significant portion of my life, it would be marked by the desire to just be normal. You know, I wouldn't have admitted it at that time. I would have never said that my goal was to be normal, but if you looked at the way that I lived, I was really striving just to fit in. Just to try to be like everyone else. If you would have looked at me and said, Matt, you're different, or maybe you're even weird, I would have considered that to be one of the strongest insults toward me. Because I didn't want to be different. I didn't want to be weird. I wanted to do what normal people do. I want to live how normal people live. I I wanted to end up where normal people end up, where you just exist. How many of you know that there are some different people and they're not different in the right kind of way? How many of you know someone who is different in a bad way? Now, don't raise your hands. Do not point at them in the sanctuary here, okay? You know what I'm talking about. In Matthew chapter 7, it's going to be behind me, verse 13, Jesus proclaimed these words. Enter through the narrow gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction, and many will enter in through that. But small is the gate, and narrow is the road that leads to life, and only a few find it. So just think about this just for a second. Broad and wide is the road and gate with which the majority of people travel. Unfortunately, in the crowd, that's where we often find comfort saying, hey, look at what all the good people are doing. Look at where all the good people are going. Look at how all the good people are living. They're living a normal kind of life. We must be okay because this is where the majority of people are going. But Jesus spins it in Matthew 7 and he says this, many, or the crowd 
Many normal people are on the road that leads to destruction. If you're on the, the broad road, let me just say this as clearly as I can. If your life looks like everyone else's life, if you're doing what everyone else is doing, if you're pretty normal, it could be that you're on the broad road that leads to destruction. See, when you leave the normal road to go on that smaller one where few people are, the normal people think you're different because your life doesn't look like the life that they have. So in the next five weeks, I want to invite you to follow with me the teachings of Jesus. We're going to look at it really practically. Because wouldn't you agree that normal isn't working? Think about it. What is normal in your schedules today? Overwhelmed? Rushed? Stressed? Panicked? Never enough time for what's truly important because we're overwhelmed with the urgent and missing out on the quality. What's normal when it comes to money? I mean, let's just be really honest here. Normal is the pursuit of material things, which we know never makes us happy. Normal is being broke. Normal is being in debt. Normal is being scared of your finances. Normal is fighting about money. Well, think about your professional life. What's normal? Well, we wait for a paycheck. We do something that we really don't like just to get by. Normal is feeling like there's something else out there, but you just can't find it. Well, what's normal in your relationships? Maybe normal for you is hopping from bed to bed with different people until you finally do get married. And then seven years into marriage, since things aren't going well, normal for more than half of the people in our country is divorce. Friends, normal isn't working. So here's the key thought, and this is where we're going to spend five weeks talking about. If you want to have what normal people have, do what normal people do. But if you want to have what few people have, do what few people do. I want you to think about that for a second. If you want a normal life, live like normal people. If you want something better, if you really believe there is something different and better than the normal life where the majority of people are traveling, you're going to have to leave the broad road. You're going to have to get on the narrow path where people are going to look at you and call you different. Or if we weren't in the church, weird. If you want to have what few people have, joy, security, a sense of fulfillment, an eternal destiny, if you want to have what few people have, you're going to have to do what few people do. We know the teachings of Jesus are completely different. Think about how different his teaching is compared to the world's normal. Here's what normal says, don't commit adultery. Jesus said this, you have heard it said, don't commit adultery, but I say unto you, don't even look lustfully at a woman. Whoever has looked lustfully at a woman has already committed adultery in his heart. Well, that's different. Jesus said, if you want to be first, you need to be last. 
if you're already last, then you can be first. That's different. Jesus said, when you give, it'll be given to you. That's different. Normal says, if you take, it'll be given to you. Jesus said, if you, if someone hurts you, bless them. That's different. Love them. Pray for them. That's different. He said, if someone hits you on the cheek, turn the other cheek. If someone wrongs you, he says, forgive them. Not just once, but 70 times 7. That's different. The teachings of Jesus, the teachings of Scripture, lead us off of the normal broad path onto a narrow and different path. If you want to have what normal people have, just keep going with the flow of the crowd. But if you want to have what few people have, you're going to have to do what few people do and take the Bible seriously. And you can have something that's way better than normal. So to build this foundation for this series, I want to give you two really, 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 really simple thoughts today. It's a long weekend, so instead of three, I'm just going to give you two. They're almost so obvious, it's hard to mention. But it'll help us build the foundation, okay? So here's the very first one. Different people don't think like normal people do. See, not rocket science this morning. When you see something you want, don't just copy what other people do. That's not wise. Don't copy what people do. What you want to do is you want to learn how different people think. I want you to get in in this series. I want you to learn how people think. I want you to get inside of leaders' minds. Find out what drives them. Find out how they think. Because different people don't think like normal people do. Here's what Scripture says in Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Don't conform. Don't be like the pattern of this world, but be transformed as you renew your mind. Once you do that, you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. So don't live like normal people. Let your way of thinking be completely changed. Then you'll be able to test what God wants for you. Not what the crowd, not what everyone else wants, but what God wants for you. And you'll agree that what He wants is right. Eugene Peterson wrote this in the message. It translates it this way. Don't become so well-adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Wouldn't you agree that so many people today just fit into culture without even thinking? The Bible says this, fix your attention on God. Don't fix it on anyone else, but on God, and you'll be changed from the inside out. So here's some topics we're going to talk about in this series. We will think differently about our time. We'll think differently about our money. We'll think differently about our relationships. We'll think differently about sex. We'll think differently about our values. Why is this so important? Because the way you think determines the way that you act or behave. When you, what you think about is always what you become. 
Just very practically, the way the world manages time today basically says this. Can I do something? Someone says, can you do something? And you say, can I? And you might say, yes. And then you become overwhelmed. Different people will say, should I do this? Is this a good thing or a great thing? Because life is too crowded and people are letting good things crowd out the great things. And different people will have the courage to say no over and over and over again, even to good things, so that you can say yes to the great things. Think about money in the world. What is normal? Broke. How do broke people think? Broke people think day to day. If they're not quite broke, how do you think? Week to week. And if you're like most people, normal people think month to month. How are we going to get through this month? How do we manage this month? Let me tell you how wealthy people think. They think year to year. They think decade to decade. They think generation to generation. If you want to be poor, then think like poor people. If you want to be wealthy or taken care of, learn to think like abnormal people. If you want something different in your relationships, don't do what normal people do. What's normal? What's normal in your life? If you want what normal people have, do what normal people do. If you want to have what few people do, do what they do. It's time for us at daybreak to get a little bit different. Different people don't think like normal people think. Here's the second one, once again, obvious. Different people don't live like normal people live. When we take Scripture seriously and we pursue God wholeheartedly, we'll be different from this world. If you're not different, if you look like everyone else, act like everyone else, live like everyone else, I'd push back at you and say, you truly don't know the God of the Bible. The more that we pursue God, the more different from the world we'll be. Our values change, our motivation changes, and the way that we live actually changes. Peter said this in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 11. Dear friends, I urge you as foreigners, as exiles, abstain from sinful desires which wage war against your soul. Then verse 12, live such good lives among the pagans, against the world, that though they accuse you of doing wrong, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day He visits us. In other words, friends, this isn't even our home. This place is kind of different to us. Why do people live according to this world? If this world is your home, you might as well do whatever you want, whatever you feel like, because that's normal. But you, my friends, we're not going to be normal. Don't leave us. We're all on the normal path. Where are you going? This is better. That's stupid. You're being different. See, when you seek the God of this Bible, He will lead you to a life that's very different. In fact, we have people even sitting here this morning that have stepped out and led a life that's very different. As a church, we've stepped out and done something that's not normal. 
See, I'm proud to say that this place is beginning to be filled with massively different people. Not different in a bad way, not, not even different in a good way. I'm talking about different in a God kind of way. I'm telling you, God wants to make you different. He wants to take you out of the normal into something that is totally different. But let me encourage you, don't copy someone else's different. You're saying that I need to adopt seven kids? Are you saying that I need to start a church? Are you saying that I need to give a kidney up? No, that's someone else's different. If you start copying someone else's different, then you're just going to be normal different. You don't want to be normal. God doesn't have a cookie cutter different. He has for you a custom different that he wants to give specifically to you as you seek him. And I don't know what that would be for you. For you, it might be a different where you live beneath your means so that you can give big to your church or to fund orphanages around the world. I have no clue. For you, it might mean that you take a job that frees up time so that you can devote more time at your home or mentor kids in our community. For you, it might be that God calls you to do something different and leave a lucrative job to be at home and pour into your kids for the next 15 years. Or God might call you to go back into your workplace because you truly make a big difference there. God might call you to start a ministry. God might call you. You're coming out of a wild lifestyle and you're going to live with sexual purity. I know some people that are so different that have said, I'm not going to kiss anyone until my wedding day. That is different. And it's not for everyone. I don't know what it's going to be for you. You may find out this week that the doctor says something that is really bad news for you and you need to prepare to die. Or for someone else, you may have this different kind of faith that says, no, I just believe all things are possible. I'm going to seek God and believe for him to do things that others say are impossible. And you just live by faith and not by sight. You may live with this deep sense of spiritual drive where you're doing things that don't make sense to anyone else. Why? Because you're not driven by what other people think. You're only living for an audience of one. You're living for the holy God. And when you do, I promise you, your life will not be the same. So I invite you. I beg you. I, I ask you to join me and other different committed followers of Christ who choose to leave the normal road because you have to admit, normal isn't working. It's broke. It's overwhelmed. It's miserable. It's fear, it's shame, it's regret. And it doesn't have to be that way. It can be a life that's full of peace, of joy, of purpose and momentum. A deep sense of fulfillment knowing your life is making an eternal difference. I have to say honestly, I'm sick of normal Christianity. I'm sick of lukewarm, mediocre, half-hearted, go to church and not be any different. We all grew up in that, didn't we? Stand up, sit down, go home. It's just this empty sense of risk nothing, sacrifice nothing. Go to church that meets your needs and makes you feel good. Jesus said this, 
If you want to find your life, first you'll have to lose it. That's different. I'm telling you, you could go to church all day long. That's still, in part of our world, that's normal to worship one day a week. Friends, when worship for you becomes a a seven-day-a-week passion, that's when you become the God-different. We're not talking about a one-day, shallow, me-centered Christianity. We're talking about a wholehearted, full surrender to the God of this Bible who will take you out of the normal path and lead you into one where the world will not understand, but God will empower and direct. You can settle for the normal. Or you can choose something better than the normal. If you want to have what normal people have, do what normal people do. If you want to have what a few people have, leave the normal path, and I invite you on this journey with this God kind of different. Friends, that's what I want Daybreak Community Church to be known by. Let me pray, and as I pray, just stay in this atmosphere of prayer with me. God, in, in this next journey that you're taking us on, help us dig in. Help us not just look at the radical message of Jesus and just say it's not even possible today. Friends, there's some of us that are going to look at our life even as I'm praying and are going to say, I am just normal. I believe in God. I'm stuck. The normal seems to lead to pain. You've had those moments as you've prayed where you've You've thought there's got to be something more. God, may you be with those friends of mine. God, with some of my friends, normal is just how we've always existed. We've taken everything for granted. We've believed in God. We've never really known the power of a relationship with Jesus. For some of us, we're just stuck in the middle. What At some point in our life, we knew you were calling us and we've just kind of stalled out on that. God, we need your power. It's not us just working harder. It's us falling more in love with you. So God, I pray that in the next few minutes you would stir our hearts in a profound way. Amen. I'm going to leave you with a question as as Brett comes up. And this is going to be the question we keep asking ourselves: How is God leading you away from the normal into the God kind of different? How is God leading you away from the normal into the God different? Amen.